everybody, my name is Free. I'm a singer-songwriter, and uh, welcome to my new podcast entitled Journey to Freedom. I was inspired to do this podcast because I recently spoke with a friend of mine and was sharing my story, testimony, whatever you want to call it, of uh, being set free spiritually. And uh, he said that he was, as I was speaking, he was overcome with emotion and felt that I should start a podcast entitled Journey to Freedom. And so I took his advice. Um, I tend to be more of a behind the scenes type of person, having spent 14 years behind the scene as a singer songwriter um, and background singer for artists. But I am being more intentional about coming out of my shell these days and um, letting my light shine. And so I decided I wanted to start a podcast. I didn't know when it was going to start, but I'm feeling inspired tonight. So I decided to do that. And uh, tonight's uh, podcast um, title is called It's All Right to Cry. Um, That title just came to me because today I cried a lot. And that's a big deal for someone like me who is, um, you know, I grew up, grew up where it was encouraged to be a strong black woman and to always hold it together and keep it together and um, don't let your emotions show and you know kind of just put your big girl panties on and just kind of move forward throw things under the rug and just keep you know press charging on and being strong and all of those great things that have gotten me to where I am today but um, I find that in the process of your journey to freedom, you have to kind of shed those um, exterior uh, just walls that you build up and you have to allow yourself to become vulnerable and being okay with your emotions and crying. And But for someone like me who's kind of was ingrained that crying is sort of like a sign of weakness or you know we don't do those things um it can be very uncomfortable and when you cry it can be a scary thing um and so if you're someone like me this podcast is for you um the journey to freedom can be scary at times and it can be vulnerable um but i just wanted to encourage you that it's all right to cry um And like I said, it's a journey to freedom. So it's a journey. And I was listening to a podcast or a video um, interview today. And the lady was saying that, you know, she's on a journey and she's inviting people on that journey with her. And a lot of times, at least for myself, I've been waiting for to get to the other side before I start um, a podcast or YouTube channel. Like I want to, I want everything to be perfect and I want to be completely whole and completely well before I start speaking or before I, I, you know, go on that platform. And, uh, I really felt like I had a moment with God the other day where he, you know, he said to me, um, you know, Moses didn't wait till he got to the promised land to start leading the Israelites. He started, (laughs) before he while he was in Egypt and he like he knew where he wanted to go that he knew that the promised land was a place of freedom and prosperity and happiness and everything that he knew that God had promised him but he wasn't there yet but he knew that he could get there um 
and he wanted to bring everybody along with him he didn't go to the promised land on his own first like he brought these people along with him and together they went to the promised land um and so I'm trying to break out of that mindset of waiting for things to be perfect or waiting till I get to the promised land to then bring people with me. But instead, acknowledging that, yeah, I'm in Egypt right now. Um, We're all in Egypt and we can get to the promised land together. So we can all journey to freedom together. So wherever you are on your freedom walk or your freedom journey, um, I just invite you to just hop along with me. Like we can all get on this train together and um you know ascend to different levels of freedom together um right now i'm at the level of my um journey where there's a lot of crying there's a lot of introspection and um renewing of the mind um you know transforming my thoughts and thought patterns um when i first started out on this journey i was I just made a com- I just made an intention. I said an intention and I said I wanted to be well. And um I didn't know what that would look like. I know for the majority of my life where you know I had been through a divorce and I um started medication for anxiety and I got to the point where I met a you know a nice young man <laughs> who you know I knew that I wanted to marry this man and one day have children. So I started thinking, okay, well when I get pregnant I don't want to be on medication and you know I want to be whole for my future husband and all those thoughts started coming up and so I told God I said I just I want to be well I don't want to be just you know surviving you know and just getting by and doing the gigs and having the success but feeling broken and tired all the time I want to truly be well and so I made the commitment that I was going to wean off of my medication and, um, you know, actually start therapy and start, um, you know, looking into more holistic ways of dealing with the anxiety that had plagued me for so long. And so, you know, I had a birthday event on my birthday was January 18th. I believe it was on the 19th of 2018 and invited women. In, and it was like a healing experience. I had speakers and massage therapists and, you know, all types of activities just to promote wellness and um, that has kind of become become a, um, I don't want to say ritual because that becomes a kind of OCD, but like a, a, a yearly thing that I do on my birthday where I invite women into my healing space. And, you know, the process for healing I'm learning, I thought it was going to be like, you know, go to therapy and it's like an overnight thing, but it's a, it's a journey. The journey to freedom is, a, is definitely is a journey. It could be a lifelong one. Um, but hey that's what life is for and so that's how it all started um and then so uh was that 2018 or that was 2019 you know what that might have been 2019 wow (laughs) my years are in a jumble um but that yeah that was 2019 and you know at the time I was serving as a worship leader at a church and at that time I was very kind of just naive and spiritually blind and not really knowing what what was going on but just had a heart to serve and um you know uh I me being kind of like a people pleaser and not really knowing how to draw boundaries I ended up burnt out so I left that position 
Um, not on really the best terms because I was just burnt out and I just had to leave. <laughs> and uh, in that time, it just, you know, I felt myself like my mind just didn't feel like it was a good, in a good place. Um, but I knew, I knew I had like a ministry, like a deeper ministry calling. I know it's a lot, like I'm catching you guys all up. So in some of the later episodes, I'll kind of give more background. Um, you know, like I, like I said earlier, um, I spent 14 years in the music industry as a singer, songwriter behind the scenes and, but more so in the pop music world. So you know, I've always, I grew up in church and always had a relationship with God, but I never, um, you know, saw myself doing like music for God's kingdom or for like gospel music or anything like that. Like I always wanted to reach a wider audience. Um, and I felt that gospel music would limit me, which I kind of still feel that way. Um, but you know, I had that year, I really felt like some of the songs that God was giving me were more gospel leaning, like, whereas in the past, like the songs that I was getting, um, or writing were more just pop and inspirational or just about, you know, my story. Um, but these songs in particular were very like, you know, they were mentioning Jesus and they were mentioning God and, you know, and that was what was naturally coming out of me. So I just felt like God was calling me to, um, do more ministry And, um, so with that, after leaving the church ministry position as a worship leader, I just, I felt, um, strongly in my spirit that, you know, like I, like just, uh, like if I pursue ministry that I was going to be attacked. And so that scared me a lot because at the time I just, I didn't know what that meant. Um, but I just, I knew it was like, it felt very real to me. Um, and so I, I went through a lot, like just, um, of anxiety during that time. I was going through a lot of anxiety and still doing everything holistically coming off of the meds. Um, but definitely struggling and it got really bad, but I, at the, because I was so wounded by the church experience, I didn't even want to sing worship music anymore or anything like that. I was afraid that if I did that, then I was going to be attacked. And so I had all these just scary thoughts. And so, um, I was staying away from all of that. And, um, then it got really scary to the point where I said, okay, I need to go back on the meds. Like I can't do this holistically. Like I just was like, okay, I'm done. (laughs) I've had trying to be holistic and therapy and all of that. So I did that. And then within that time period, I was, um, a friend of mine reached out to me because she was singing with um, Kanye West in the Sunday service. And she reached out to me and she said, um, you know, they're looking to expand their choir and she wanted to refer me for an audition. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, I hadn't sung in like three months. So I didn't have very high expectations. I didn't think I was going to get this gig at all. <laughs> but I went because, you know, being in the industry, you don't ever turn down opportunities, especially not opportunities like that. Um, at least I don't. Um, and so, you know, I went to the audition and, you know, I auditioned, I didn't think I did very well, but ended up getting the position to sing in this choir. And so, um, 
yeah, I did that. And, you know, that really kind of forced me because as I said, when I left this church, I didn't feel like I had stopped singing because I was just, I thought I was going to be attacked for singing. And I, you know, it was just kind of irrational. I guess what we would call now, what I'm learning is like OCD kind of thoughts. Um, And so I, but this being in this choir, I was forced to sing. I was getting paid to do it. And, you know, (laughs) I just um, had to do it, you know, had to push past that fear. And so that kind of started the whole um, healing process for me um, in terms of, just letting go and letting God and just letting him get into all those broken areas because the songs that we sang with the Sunday service they were just such like healing like just crying your eyes out to God kind of songs like just really powerful worship songs that just really get to the root like you can't help but like just feel the presence of God and so I just, and then, you know, with everyone, it was like a hundred, almost a hundred and maybe 130 of us singing, like, you know, big, some of the best singers in LA, just all of us singing together. And it just, um, really broke through some stuff. So I found that, you know, the rehearsals were more more than just rehearsals to me. They were like really just healing sessions, you know, and we rehearsed sometimes like eight hours a day. And so that gave me a lot of time just to just to cry out cry out to God and to sing yeah I was there it was a gig but it was really like an amazing opportunity for me to heal you know Kanye himself he says very publicly that he created this choir as a part of his healing process so and so um me being a part of it you know I guess I benefited in that it was ended up being a part of my healing process as well so I'm very grateful for that and um so but then with the healing you know the crying the letting go the letting loose you know that um can help that can trigger some whatever is going on spiritually within you can get triggered and so um yeah I was we were traveling from New York um had a a gig. It was we're very weird because you know I'm used to in the industry when I work in the, in the industry we call it gigs, but with this it didn't feel like a gig. It was more like ministry. It was like being in a really big choir and like um, you know it's like a gospel choir. So we were being paid. Usually when you work for churches, you don't get paid or you get paid very little. But it was this was like an actual like we were getting paid. So it was like a mixture between a gig and ministry. And so you know we had done this church in I believe it was Queens yes and actually my family um because I have family in New York they met up with me they met I you know um ended up getting them access well I didn't have to get them access because it was like a church so they just went um but I got to see them and I hadn't seen them in a long time and my uncle and aunt and cousins and they were all very happy to see me and they had an amazing time just with the worship the church was like shaking (laughs) because we were all dancing so hard and singing so hard and my uncle was just he's a praiser like you know he's probably like from my memory of like someone that has been instrumental in my walk of faith um growing up as a little girl you know 
I would always sleep over my cousin's house and he, every morning, we'd have to wake up at like 5.30 in the morning and read the word and sing hymns and all of that. And so I learned a lot about um, just faith and prayer and all of that from him. And so he was there and he was just dancing his butt off and he's an older man now. So it was just like, you know, he was sweating and um, he had so much fun. So that was very great to experience um you know to it's always nice like you know a lot of times we do these gigs but our family cannot be there they don't get to experience us so it was nice to actually have my my family experience that but I was going through a lot at the time and exhausted you know um very very stressful schedule and then traveling back home on that plane um I I actually started hearing voices and that uh, scared the crap out of me because that was always like my biggest fear. And um, so I started freaking out and uh, thought I was going crazy. And I went to a friend of mine and, you know, who I know she's like a, um, you know, just a spiritual person and very um, knowledgeable about the spirit world and explained to her what was going on. And, you know, we kind of uh, kind of, she helped to calm me down for the plane ride. Then when we got back to LA, I went with her to this prophetic conference. And by that point in time, um, things had really started to manifest. Um, so journey to freedom, you know, I, I really want this podcast to reach a wide audience, but I know I'm talking about very spiritual things. So I hope I don't freak or scare anyone (laughs) because I know I was very kind of scared about this stuff at first um but I'm realizing that we need to just talk about these things no matter if you're Christian or not doesn't really matter we're all going through it you know whether whether we whether we want to um admit that it exists like the spirit world is real and so um I'm hoping that my presentation or that you know the way that I carry myself or speak that I can attract you know non-Christians as well but I don't want to have to sugarcoat anything as well so if you feel like it's too much for you to handle, then you're more than welcome to just, you know, tune out. I hope that you'll continue to tune in because my goal is that I really want everybody to journey to freedom with me and to and to be free. I feel that, you know, that's my mandate now to help set people free um, because God has set me free spiritually. Like I said, it's a journey. So there's like we have our body, we have our mind you know, we have our soul and we have our spirit. So we have, the soul is comprised of, comprised of your mind, your will, and your emotions. And then there's the spiritual acts, aspects. So I believe I've been set free on the spiritual level, but there's a lot of soul work to do still. And so that's the, the, the journey that I'm on right now. But at the time um, when I started hearing the voices, that was the spiritual um, I was hearing in the spirit world. And I am a professed I guess what you call seer or have a gift of discernment, um, as they call it in like the evangelical world. Um, um, they say you're, you know, basically the gift of discernment or a seer is basically somebody who can see into the spirit realm. So, um, you know, I've been kind of like learning more about that side of me over the years. Um, whatever reason God allowed me to experience that and like kind of open my ears up to that though that side of things um but basically you know that was like the start of of you know a spiritual battle that I had to go through 
um, that I didn't think I could even handle at the time. But, you know, a lot of times with warfare, you know, you discover who you are when you actually (laughs) step out on the battlefield, you know, um, you don't really know, you don't really know who you are, that you're a warrior until you actually get forced into the war. And so, and so I discovered that I actually have the, um, I have the capacity to fight, you know, and to overcome the enemy. And so, you know, that's been a, I guess, of anything from that whole experience that has been an empowering thing for me where I can, I no longer have that fear of um, the spirit world that I used to have. Um, But yeah, so basically it started out a spiritual battle. I was thrown into this battle in the midst of being in like, you know, the Sunday service was like a really, you know, the talk of that year, 2019, you know, Kanye had started this thing and it was just taken off. The church was talking about it. The, the world was talking about it. You know, it was just like all over. And so I was in that environment and but also going through my own spiritual battles and um, learning to overcome. And so, um, yeah, it started out like it was just, you know, spiritual warfare, like 401 I got thrown into and um you know in some of the later podcasts I'll probably go into each of the different principalities and powers that I went up against um but it was you know hardcore stuff um and I you know I went through it for about I don't I don't know like something just the spirit told me I needed to fast and so I basically just stopped eating and I just was just determined to just get through and I had a friend of mine who you know they call I guess the church people call like an armor bearer she like held my hand she was staying you know with me um sort of like assisting me helping me with business stuff while I was on the road and so when I was on the road I would you know come back home and you know her and I would just be warring together reading the word and just praying like I'd be up all night just praying 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 and I got through one principality um and then another and then I was like okay this is still not over like I'm exhausted I'm like ready to just go back on these meds and call it a day um you know I just was like I can't do this you know I didn't know I didn't have a support system like you know the church that I was leading worship at before was like a Baptist church and they don't really you know teach about spiritual warfare or not really versed in that and so a lot of churches are not really equipped they don't really know and so we're not you know the word says we wrestle not against uh fre- flesh and blood but against principalities and powers and a lot of these churches don't know about putting putting on the armor so I went into war feeling very ill-equipped but I guess I was equipped because God wouldn't have allowed me to go into the war unless I was equipped um, I had holes in my armor. Definitely God would give me dreams about, like I had a dream that I had a hole in my thigh, which I discovered like the thigh is like symbolizes your faith. So I did have a hole in my faith um, that I had to, but I had to, I was in the battle. I had to deal with that. I had to just really, um, you know, reinforce my faith. And so, um, yeah, so basically, um I got really exhausted with the warfare and I decided I was like, I'm going to go back on the meds 
And so I went to call my psychiatrist, which, you know, at that point I had been off the meds. Um, and so normally when I called the, his office, I called him that morning. It was October 9th, my mom's birthday. And normally when I um, call the psychiatrist, they pick up right away. I've never had an issue getting through or even I get a voicemail or something like that where I can leave a message. This time in particular, when I called, nobody picked up. It rang, 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 rang until it just couldn't ring anymore. And my friend was there with me the entire time um, and she witnessed it and it was just very weird. And I was like, what is going on? I can't get in touch and I have to get to rehearsal this afternoon. I need my meds. I was like, I need my meds. Um, And... um, couldn't get through and so the holy spirit i just felt you know that still small voice if they talk about um i you know just said call my doctor my therapist and i hadn't seen her in a while because when i told her some of the symptoms i was having she was like it seemed spiritual and that scared me because i was like what do you mean i have a demon or something like what does that mean am i gonna have to get an exorcism and i was just like so terrified of it so i ran away from it but you know you have to you know, you have to face your demons. It sounds very cliche, but you know, we have to face our demons. And it turns out I had a lot of generational baggage and things that I needed to work out. And so I ended up at her office, kind of humbled and told her everything that was going on and, you know, expecting like a totally different response. But when I told her everything that I was going through, she said, well, it sounds to me like you're in some type of training. And she was like, I wish I could tell you it's going to be easy, but God's going to see you through it. And so I was like, okay, I'm in training. That makes me feel like a warrior. Okay. I can, um, you know, accept that. And then like, then she started to pray for me. And so she prayed for me like this was after like, like, towards the end of the session she prayed for me I didn't know what to expect but after she prayed for me um I just felt like I was sitting on the couch she was on the other side of the room and um just felt like shroom like everything just flew off of me and I you know I didn't know what was happening at the time but um I was baptized with the Holy Spirit with the um they call the evidence of tongues I started speaking in Latin um, and it just felt like pure joy, you know, like it's just, I don't know, (laughs) to this day, like I just, I'm just in awe because I'm just like, wow, like I went into that office not expecting anything like that. I was just so desperate, just thinking, okay, I'm desperate and what, you know, I didn't, I wanted help, but I didn't even know what to ask for, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) um, but I went to her office and I was just hopeless and just, you know, like, oh my God, like just desperate, like help me. I don't know what I need. I just want out of this war, you know? Um, and then she prayed for me and I guess the authority that she carried, those demons just went shoop. And I was baptized with the Holy Spirit. You know, I didn't even know what that really meant. Like, I'd heard of it, you know, like reading the Bible, you know, like we had the Holy... I always thought I had the Holy Spirit. You know, everybody always said I was an anointed anointed singer, you know. And I believe I was, but this was like another level. Like, this was like, you know, it felt like a supernatural experience. Like, imagine like 
you know, you like you hear me speaking right now, speaking in English, and all of a sudden, like you just start speaking in like another language, like French, like you never, you've never spoken French before. Like I had actually, you know, like to be honest, like when I was in high school, I took Latin, um, you know, but we it was very, it was basic Latin, like you know, I took, you know, actually, you know, I took like AP up to AP Latin. Um, because, you know, my mom said you should take Latin because it'll help you with your SATs and all of that. But, you know, I had never studied like biblical Latin, like, and I, you know, maybe I had sung the, like, cause basically what I was saying when I was baptized with the Holy Spirit, I remember I was saying, I kept saying Spiritus Sancti, Spiritus Sancti. Um, and I think I was saying Gloria in excelsis Deo, like, but it was like an involuntary thing. It wasn't like coming from my flesh. It was coming from my spirit. Like, you know, it was just like my spirit had opened up and I was just, um, just speaking in another language. Um, and, uh, you know, and I knew what I was saying because I, you know, spiritu means spirit and sancti means holy. So I knew I was saying Holy Spirit. Um, and, but it was not me. It was like the spirit of joy. Like it was just like joy, almost like it felt like I was born again. (laughs) It's hilarious because all the words they use in the Bible then started making sense to me. Cause I'm like, oh, okay. So when they say born again, they don't, they're not just saying that. It's like, I felt like I was born, like everything that, you know, this life had put on me had just been taken off. And I felt like a newborn baby born again filled with joy it's like how the baby comes into the into the world like crying um but usually when they come into the world crying it's like they look really sad and they're like "Ah, and they're not really happy but this time when I was crying it was like tears of joy it's like I'm born again like joy joy and I just was laughing like laughing like "Ah," like oh my goodness and um so then um you know I remember the doctor she was just laughing overjoyed at the time I was fasting so she was I had lost so much weight and she gave me some like protein shakes and some nuts and I just ran out the building like just laughing and you know because I had just experienced this thing that I knew was God like I had never experienced him like that before like where it was just like oh my goodness and I went to my car my assistant was there work like um waiting for me and I just she came I came to the car and I was like laughing she's like oh my god what she started laughing it was like contagious joy um and so I just I was just like when it was like when something like that happens like who like I didn't want to tell anybody because I didn't want them to be like whoa like like not believe that it happened um and so I was like should I tell my fiance at the time and eventually I told him and then I was just like wow my mother's birthday because like you know like when you're going through warfare like you're just you don't know if you're gonna make it. it's just like if you go to any battle it's like you could end up a casualty of war and it's just like I didn't know I was gonna make it and you know my mom I I didn't really tell her what I was going through because I didn't want her to worry and so I, you know, like, but I was just praying, God, please, please, please let me get through this because I know my mom, I'm her only child. And like, you know, I just, I knew, I knew that if anything happened to me, like it would just be devastating. So I just was like, Lord, just please keep me, keep me. And, 
the fact that he marked that like on her birthday October 9th like baptized me with the Holy Spirit I felt like that was the greatest gift to her like even though she didn't know what was going on like you know I told her I was like I was baptized with the Holy Spirit she's like okay um because she's Baptist and she doesn't believe in speaking in tongues or anything like that so but I was like man if only you knew like you know and like the fact that he chose her birthday which I then figured out was like the Jewish holiday holiday Sukkot so he like marked it like on a holy day like that's one of the holiest days in the year I was like wow God is amazing like and that just gave me like the ammunition I was listening to this um deliverance minister John Eckert who's written like tons of books on deliverance and I've actually used like when I went into the warfare initially I was using his tapes um the spiritual warfare like um videos that he has on YouTube and just reciting them like these these videos were like three hours long and I would literally recite it all night long I was just like when I come from my rehearsals I would just go in my room and just start reciting these prayers all the way three hours through and then started all over well he had two versions online and so I would just do the one version and then do the other version so for six hours straight just be warring and praying and demons coming out and casting things out and just like hardcore warfare um and then so so yeah so the fact that and so one of the videos that he did was he and it was on October 9th he released this video I think it was October 9th. Yes. Yes, it was October 9th. And it said something like, God is going to be pouring out an an, an outpouring of the Spirit. October 9th. And then 2020 was going to be the year of establishment. Something like that. Where I was like, I was like, wow. So it was like, you know, warfare, it sucks. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's not easy at all. But when you go through it, God is going to give you signs. Like, he's going to let you know, like, I got you. Like, the fact that he baptized me with the Holy Spirit on October 9th, my mom's birthday, Sukkoth, and then having that, like, video from John Eckert, um, him post it on October 9th. He doesn't know me. I'm like, okay, God, you're clearly showing me that I am protected. Like, that you're thinking of me, that you've got my back. And so, you know because he knows like he wants us to be free so bad and he knows this world will do everything to keep you in bondage it'll say here take the meds do this do this meds don't get to the root you know like I'm not knocking meds because I've taken them and they've helped me um at times but they did not like it was basically like me just masking everything until I was brave enough to deal with the problem um, and I found that, you know, being on meds and therapy, it's like everything was cool on the meds. So it's like I couldn't even have a proper therapy, like because I didn't have any emotions. I was numb. So I couldn't like, you know, therapists asking like, so how are you? And I'm just like, I'm fine, you know, not really feeling fine, but not really knowing what's wrong because I'm numb. So, um, so yeah, he like, you know, I was telling my friend about that experience and he was like, he saw like, you know, God put the wall up. He was like, you know, you're thinking your deliverance is on the other side of the wall, but he's like, no, it's this, it's the other way. You know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm pointing you the other direction. Like your deliverance is over here. Like you're trying to get through the wall. And so he's blocking, he, he put up the wall cause he's trying to block me from that. Cause he was like, you tried that. You've tried that for years. And it hasn't worked, you know, because it was a spiritual problem. 
and you know, I came up with this saying called "There's no doctors for demons." You know, if it's a spiritual problem, you gotta fi- you gotta fight it in the spirit. You can't medicate it. You know, you can't drink it away. You can't pill it away. You can't smoke it away. You can't. You have to fight it spiritually. And so, he he knew what I needed, and he knew he had ordained it. You know, from I was in my mother's womb. He had ordained that I was going to meet this doctor and that she was going to be a vessel to help set me free. Um, You know, and the process to free, the journey to freedom is a journey. It doesn't stop there. You know, I was thinking, okay, I'm baptized with the Holy Spirit. You know, I I later learned reading the word that, you know, that means that you're sealed. But because we have, we're a complex being, God made us that way. We're not just the flesh but we're spirit and we have a soul which is our mind will and emotions you may be free spiritually but you um will still have this soul that you have to work on which is your thinking you know like your thought your thought processes and your you know patterns and all of that so right now where I'm at is I'm realizing you know I've been fasting this week because I'm just like you know I went through the spiritual warfare and then after that I went and worked with another deliverance um, therapist, professional, um, and learned a lot um, just about trauma and just addressing the trauma and the anxiety in my life and all of that. Um, But it's been like a process and I'm just like, you know, God, when is this going to, you know, just the way that we're like wired in America or just, you know just all over the world these days is that we want a quick fix we want it to be done like okay you know I'm you know it's been two years now we want it we want everything to be perfect um but it's a journey I'm learning and so I can't just wait till to get to the promised land to include you all because that that might not be for another (laughs) who knows 20 years if I'm waiting like you'll never be a part you know you'll never I'll never open my mouth so I kind of have to let you guys in, you know, as I go through. So hopefully we can all get free together and end up in the promised land together. So, um, so yeah, today was, you know, as I said, the um, podcast is called It's All Right to Cry. And I remember like being young and I did this um, singing group my mom put me in. It was like a more of a classical type of group and the song was called it's it's called it's all right to cry and it was like it's all right to cry crying gets a sad out of you it's all right to cry it might make you feel better it's all right to know it's like a children's song so I don't judge my singing right now I'm just singing it like a little kind of kumbaya-ish kind of singer but yeah, it's all right to know feelings come and feelings go and it's all right to know it might make you feel better. It's all right to feel things so the feelings may be strange. Feelings stuff such real things so they change and change and change. Oh, sad and grumpy down in the dumpy. Snuggly, ugly, mean and ugly. Sloppy, slappy, happy, happy, change and change and change. Oh my god, I, that was like fourth grade, and I still remember that song, and I haven't sung it for years. That's the power of music. Like, once it's in there, it's in there. So, it's alright to cry. You know, on this process, this journey to freedom, you're gonna cry, and it's gonna be lots of tears. 
especially if you haven't dealt dealt with these things for years and you're finally opening up and allowing yourself to be vulnerable and allowing God to come in and heal those broken areas and um it's gonna be messy you know as Sarah Jakes puts it you know she's another speaker that I listen to and I love so much and um is a great inspiration to me Sarah Jakes Roberts um and she has a podcast thing right now called messy and I'm like yeah it gets gets messy and you know there's a lot of you know me and my husband now you know we got married last year during the pandemic um we go to the beach just just for peace just to be by the ocean and be in nature and today we went out there and it just gets so overwhelming I just you know he hugged me and I just started weeping bawling like a baby and I just laid in his chest and just cried just for like five minutes straight and then as we were driving home you know that singer Cody who he actually lives in my area where I live the one that was on America's Got Talent he's like autistic and um autistic and what else blind and he sang the Donny Hathaway song, Song for You on America's Got Talent. Got Talent. And so I thought about him today as we were driving back home. And like I hadn't seen it in like a year or two. And I showed it to my husband. And I think he saw it like that time too. But we, you know, watching it now, being off meds, everything is so much more vibrant. And like you feel things much more intensely off meds. Because on, on the meds, like I felt things, but I, it wasn't as intense as this. And so I was watching it, and it's like before he even got a word out, like I'm already bawling, like like in that kind of bawling where it's like your whole body is like shaking, kind of. <laughs> and it's like those moments are very uncomfortable for me because as somebody who's like taught not to really cry, don't show your emotions, you know, don't speak about feelings and all of that. It's very strange for me when I cry. And so I have to remind myself, it's all right to cry because right now I feel better. You know, I'm not 100%, you know, but I feel definitely lighter. I feel like, you know, I'm doing this podcast now because I got that out and I feel like it's all right to cry. So just remember on this journey to freedom that it's all right to cry. You know, it just might get the sad out of you and it might make you feel better. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm hoping that my podcast will attract people like myself who are, you know, like the strong people, the one that people go to when they need help. Like you're not the one that's used to breaking down. You're the one that's used to picking everybody else back up. And you don't, you, you know, you're always trying to look at the bright side of things and encouraging yourself with positivity and the word and singing and making people happy. But sometimes you need to just cry, to just let it go. And that's okay. And so I just want to encourage you that if you need to cry, that is just fine. And nothing is going to happen. God is going to meet you there. And actually, I cried earlier today before we went to the beach. I was like walking around my room. I was making up the bed and I just fell on my knees and just uh, I said, I was just like, help me, God, help me, God, help me. Like those vulnerable moments where I used to just cover it up with meds. Like now when I, I feel everything and like I have to bring it to the father and I just say, father, please help me, help me, help me, help me. You know, and I really believe he hears 
your tears it's like he wants that he loves those vulnerable moments because then he can actually meet you there and you can experience him like when you're just on meds and again this is not to knock anybody who's on meds and if you are on meds please you know consult your your uh your doctor like i'm not a i'm not a a psychiatrist or a therapist or anything like that so do not take my advice um i'm just going based off of this is my i'm sharing my own experience and my testimony and that's not might not be your story but you know if it inspires you and you do feel like inspired after listening to my story that you want to come off of your medication then i advise you to do that but do that in a safe way with a professional with your psychiatrist go to them and do it the safe way as in weaning yourself off don't just drastically stop taking the medication i did not do that i weaned myself off um for the you know there's ssris um and then there's the like the what do you call it, like the xanax i did stop taking the xanax because that's a different type of medication um so i did like abruptly stop taking that but for the ssris i did wean myself off in a healthy manner so i do not recommend you just stopping ssris i do recommend that you wean yourself off in a healthy way because that you know you know the chemicals they take a while to come out of your body and you don't want to give yourself any type of problems so um again if you're listening to this and you feel inspired that you're ready to take that wellness step to um you know pursue wholeness in a holistic way um i encourage it but i encourage it to do to do you to do so in a safe way um um and use your wisdom and and in a supported way and i'm also going to say that i didn't just do this make this decision um i felt like my environment was healthy enough for me to do this i felt like i had the support of my fiance i had the support of my mother i had the support of my church community so i felt supported um to to do this so if you're in an environment where you don't feel supported like it might be chaotic maybe you're living in a big city and you know just things are really chaotic for you right now and you have like 10 roommates and like you know like you're really stressed out at work and like things are just not settled for you I wouldn't recommend doing it then unless you know you're hearing a clear voice from God saying like I want you to come off of your meds um but even then I would definitely say to do it with wisdom and you know just to use grace and you know there's no shame in being on medication there's no shame there's you know it's not that I just feel like God like I said my my issue was spiritual and he knew that the only way for me to get to the root of this was to face it head on and um yeah and conquer conquer the spiritual side of it um with his help and and you know it's just it's just amazing like to see to to experience that and to stand up to these demons and to say the name of Jesus and to see how they tremble and they flee and they die off like whoa that takes your faith to a whole nother level because you're like wow you know you grew up believing in Jesus and hearing about like how demons tremble at his name but when you experience experience it yourself it's like oh this is real like this is no joke like God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life like those scriptures become so much more real like you know like this 
son that he sent like there's power in his blood like this is no joke like these demons are all terrified of him and so it just makes everything so much more real and it just makes this whole world this whole existence so much more make more sense you know because a lot of times you know you go to church and you read the bible and it almost seems like a fairy tale but when you actually experience it then it becomes like wow this is a real thing you know this is pretty cool you know and then to go online and to find all these people who have been through deliverance and seeing the principalities that you went up against and it's just like wow this whole world exists and it's like why did I even spend time watching Netflix or watching these sci-fi or you know like whatever supernatural movies with these superheroes I'm like real the real life is so much more exciting (laughs) and so it's just you know it's just really cool there's a really cool aspect to it it's scary you know I don't I don't (laughs) I don't want to go back there but still it's just like wow like God designed all this the spirit side the human side you know like he's he's pretty legit like he's a cool God like you know so um yeah again it's all right to cry I just want to say it's all right to cry it's all right to cry it's all right to cry go ahead and cry and I know I'm I'm whispering because I'm upstairs and it's late I always have the weirdest times where I get inspired usually it's at nighttime when everybody's sleeping and so I'm just like trying not to wake up the house um but I just wanted to say it's all right to cry it might make you feel better and get used to crying that's a part of the journey to freedom being you know the word says um, unless you become like a little child, you will not inherit the kingdom of heaven or enter the kingdom of heaven. And that's really how it is. You know, little children, they cry. They're not afraid of crying. They'll cry in front of anybody. They'll cry at, a, at the drop of a dime and then they'll start laughing. And we really have to get comfortable being like that. Like when we're feeling our emotions and not letting them scare us or make us think that something is wrong. No, like it's because we're we're human that's how god made us that's how he we communicate with him i believe that when you know the word also talks about you know he he hears he catches our tears he hears every tear i don't know this exact scripture but i feel like there's something when we cry in our tears that really moves his heart you know and it without those tears it's like almost like he doesn't know like he doesn't know how to respond like when we cry that he can see oh they're hurting like I need to go and take care of my child you know like and so those tears really like move him move him to act for us and so yeah um yeah I hope this podcast podcast um you know me I'm just like <laughs> getting comfortable with coming out of my shell so forgive me if I stumble over my words I'm gonna get better you know it's a journey right to freedom you know and uh we all have things to overcome and mine is just being more confident in speaking um in my speaking abilities which I believe I will get better in time um and so but I thank you for tuning in and I hope this blessed you I'm going to talk more about my testimony more, some of the principalities I went up against, like Leviathan, Python, Jezebel, all of it, you name it. I'm going to get more in depth. 
um, invite you on this journey so that if you've experienced it, like I find that listening to a lot of these podcasts, me having gone through warfare, when I then listen to somebody else who went through it, it just helps me not to feel alone. And so maybe you've been through warfare and you're stumbling upon my podcast and um, just hearing me speak about it, it's like, whoa, she went through that too. Cool. Like, just helps you to feel like, okay, like you're not alone in this craziness. Like, you know, like we're all in this together and we're all going to journey to freedom because I believe that God is setting, he's waking people up right now. A lot of his people, he's waking up. And so we all, and when you wake up, it's like the, the spirits are like, whoa, why are they waking up? Go back to sleep. Like they, they want a war against you to keep you asleep, but then you just have to go through it. And then, you know, then you're awake and then you're like alive you know you have the abundant life all of that like you're you're born again all of that ready to go and then you can become like servant and then sonship all of that we're going to talk about all of those things on this podcast so thank you so much for tuning in and my name is free again i'm on instagram at i am free music i'm a singer songwriter now podcaster youtuber public speaker i have a woman's group um making uh i have my own clothing lines that i'm developing and books that i'm writing and a bunch of creative stuff um you know because when you the journey to freedom means that you're free you're no longer in a box you're no longer uh confined and restrained and all those things that god put inside of you that the enemy was trying to keep you from now you're free to do them so as you get free like you should your life should change as well like you know you should be starting your podcast you should be writing your books you should be doing all those things that you were too afraid afraid to do before because the enemy was there intimidating you the whole time so i hope this will help somebody um and yeah uh feel free to reach out to me i have an email address i believe it's i am free music at gmail.com or I think it's I am called free music at gmail.com. Forgive me if I messed that up. Um, but you can reach me on Instagram at I am free music. And then I'm also on Facebook. I don't really use my business page that much because I'm still like, you know, they, they make you like have everybody follow you again. And like most of my followers on my personal page, my, you know, my personal name, Samantha Nelson. So if you really want to friend me, you can look me up on Facebook um and then I'm also on YouTube Samantha Nelson um working on building that up as well and um yeah I'm excited about this year it's gonna be awesome and um we're gonna get free together we're gonna journey to freedom from it from Egypt to the promised land together and so think of me as like a a little Moses for you (laughs) female Moses and um yeah and uh we're just gonna have fun and get free together and do this together and cry together laugh together um you know get pissed off together get happy together all the emotions together we're gonna feel every single thing together because that's what true freedom is about all right i love you guys so so much and i just want to encourage you my life scripture is john 8 32 you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. So I just encourage you just to um, know the truth in everything because there's a lot of 
um, revelation. Um, there's a lot of freedom with revelation and knowing the truth um, so we can be free, so we're not in bondage um, or believing any lies of the enemy. So love you all and look out for my music. I'm going to be releasing some music um, around uh, Valentine's uh, new song called Masterpiece that I'm working on, which is all about self-love and also it's going to be talking about topics like self-hate or just um, kind of uh, um, what do you call what's the word? I can't think of the word, which is yeah, going over topics like self-hate and self-love and self-awareness and all of that stuff um you know and just really um reminding us that we are god's masterpiece fearfully and wonderfully made um and so i'm really excited about that and yeah love ya and have a great great night god bless